You're listening to the A Scully Cast, brought to you by www.ascully.com. And here are your hosts, A Scully and Sid Talk. So Sid Talk, it was my birthday last weekend, and okay. I am now 25. So uh, happy birthday to me. What did happy, we do? Happy birthday to me. Well, such a younger man. You are almost half my age. I am. That's great. <laughs> um, we went to... Uh, what did we do? We went. Okay, you're not 25 if you can't remember a week ago. That's what we went doing. We went... I had the plan that we go to the shopping place, like an outlet mall place, because I wanted some shorts to cycle in. Okay, describe how far away this shopping mall is. 40 miles. 45 minutes. Is it 40 miles? 45 minutes. I don't know how many miles. So we go there. But it's good to go there anyway, because it's an interesting place to look mm-hmm. around. If you well, like, if you like looking at clothes shops. I was going to say, it's not that interesting. It is a lake town. It's that means it's o- a summer town. Osage Beach. Osage Beach. So Outlets. you have Premium this Outlook Outlet. store, Outlook complex, and it's 90% clothing, and then a few other things. So it's but, not necessarily interesting. These are these are my interesting points of going there. <laughs> One, we didn't get any shorts. No, we did, I did get a pair of gloves for my bicycle, which were completely the they were just in the sale. That's cool. Which um, you refused to wear because you say it's too hot. My other point was two, the Nike store at Osage Beach Premium Outlet smells like piss, or it did smell like piss that particular day. It was disgusting. Yeah, it smelled like pee and rubber, like somebody had blown up a big rubber raft and then peed in it (laughs) and then we went in this like cool like grocery store type place Mm -hmm. well it's just a upscale kind of grocery store and this woman like commented on my star wars Mm t-shirt and then we said then she then i said something back to her and then as we were leaving a young man said where are you from and you said manchester and he goes why are you here yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's always some weird yeah Whenever you, people, I found, as soon as you open, in restaurants it happens as well. Oh wait, speaking of restaurants. When we went So we were going to go there, we were going to eat out, maybe go to a movie. There are zero restaurants except for, like, maybe three that we found in that area. Yeah, weird. And they're Mexican, we're vegetarian, and you don't eat any, hardly any cheese and dairy at all anymore. So it's really hard. You can't just go in a Mexican restaurant and be like, well, we'll have the vegetable fajita because you are paranoid that they're going to cook all the vegetables in meat juices. Or fat. Oh, just fat in general. Right. And so we don't go there. We can't go to Italian because Italian's going to be loaded with cheese and shit. And it's pretty boring anyway. Most, the, the one that we've, we have tried it. And there was nothing else. No. Like nothing else. <laughs> we couldn't even find a subway. Uh- and we and were going to go and watch Jurassic World, yes. and we pull up to the cinema, and it's closed down. It's closed down. Not closed down, not closed. Actually, yeah. not there like anymore. Like, renovations are coming <laughs> soon in 2013, I think yeah. is what you said. So time. I think it's just closed down. <laughs> so, that was it for the movie. No, we weren't going to eat out. Um, it was getting later in the day. You bought one pair of gloves, and we bought some strawberry rice cakes. Oh, yeah. That was your that was your. And we went for cake. a ride. We went for a, a, ri- a cycling ride. 
Yeah, but this one I'm talking about this trip, 45-minute trip to a town where we came home with a pair of gloves and some strawberry rice cakes. But it was worth it because it was uh, interesting <laughs> and it was really off. It wasn't that interesting. Don't delude yourself. It's just a fun I thing. always like looking in the Nike store. we also store. could have done that exact same thing <laughs> because we went to Dick's, Dick's. Sporting Goods store, which yeah. we have uh, about one minute away from our house. Which is And they would have the had the thing. same gloves. <laughs> <laughs> But it was still, it was a nice... Oh, and you pissed your wife off accidentally. I shouldn't on my birthday. I know it, but it doesn't matter what day it is. The wives will tell you. There are certain rules about birthdays. You should be able to do what you want. However, got the GPS to tell me how to get there. I know how to get there, but I decided, well, I'm going to follow this weird route it's trying to take me. And it took me on a road that I fucking hate. I mean, hate. I, I found you it very pleasant. You didn't know that I hate these roads. These narrow, curvy motherfuckers with the blacktop and no curbs. Deer everywhere. I raised. I was raised and taught how to drive on these roads. And unless my, my destination is like buried on one of these roads out there somewhere where I don't have a choice, then I'm fine with it. This I was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. I need to take the main highway because this is going to make me insane. And and, we got um, on the main highway finally, and it was like, <sighs> I apologize to all the families listening for Sid Talk's language during that segment. I am being expressive. <laughs> all right, so it is Saturday, July the 18th, and this is after the show number 335, 335, 385. What is after the show, Sid Talk? Uh, oh, was oh, are you confused it's after po- 385 times? <laughs> it's a podcast? Where I swear sometimes, so if you haven't listened and you heard swear words, well, it probably said explicit in the little category, because yeah. he always picks explicit, so there you go. That's as hard as it gets, though. It's podcasts where we talk... Do podcasts still exist? Yes. <laughs> we talk about a movie that we've watched, and then we talk about some food we're having for supper, and you talk about some video game stuff, which generally kind of makes me nod off a little bit, but I try to stay engaged for the whole thing. Is that good selling? True. Selling for the whole thing. So the movie... We're married to each other. We've been doing it now for five years. That's it. So... I'm very tired. So if I slur my words or I sound really blah, is because I could actually lay my head on this mouse pad right here, which looks like a fluffy pillow to me at this moment. Here you go. And I could... Ugh, not the dusting thing. (laughs) I could go to sleep. So I feel super tired. So I'm going to try to... Snap it up. So you, it's your responsibility to perk me up. All right. So the movie we're looking at this week is Get Hard. And my tip to you, if you are looking up this movie on the internet, is don't put Get Hard into Google if you've got the safe search turned off. Because you'll get nothing about Will Ferrell. You'll get nothing about Kevin Hart. You will just get penises. Um, <laughs> I think that's the idea. Yeah. So the movies get hard. It's a 2014 movie. It's already released. You can pick it up now. It's from our friends at Warner Brothers. Now, on the disc, there's two versions. is the R-rated and the unrated. We watched the unrated version of the movie, and Sid Talk will give you the synopsis of Get Hard. I thought you said give me the synopsis of the extended version. I'm going to say penis. That's pretty much it, I think. Yes. Uh what am I getting? It's seven minutes longer, by the way. The synopsis of this movie yeah. is a rich guy gets in trouble, and he's kind of a 
whiny ass guy and he has a guy who cleans his car who happens to be african-american he assumes this guy is like hardened and been in jail so he says because he's gonna go to jail can you help me be get hard get hard so that i won't be you know have a horrible time in jail that's it really now let me just say there's a movie (laughs) and i had to look up what it was called but i've seen it and it's called big stan and it's rob schneider and it's exactly the same premise, almost, as this movie. And um, it's from 2007. Uh, do you remember Big Stan? No. It's Rob Schneider is going to go to jail for a white-collar crime. And he hires a guy, but it's slightly, it's different than this, but only ever so slightly. He hires a martial arts guy to mm. make him tough. And he's he knows nothing about it, so there's a naivety thing. Like this. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's the same at all. This is like trying to throw in your face all these kind of weird stereotypes we have about people. That's kind of what it's about to me, not the actual getting hard part. No. So this one's all about what what we think of rich white men, what we think of, you know, youngish black men, what we think of prison, people in prison, what we think of workers, immigrant workers, what we think of snotty rich women. I mean, everybody's clumped into a group. That's what it's about. True. Same as one of your recommendations and happens to be my recommendation as well. Yeah. So um, Greatest movies ever. So, last week when I said what we're going to review this week is Get Hard, you said... Ugh. <laughs> Not looking forward no, to it. Because you'd seen the cover of it. And today we got down there and I said, just so you know, I mean, I'm tired already and I'm really, really not interested. I'm not looking forward to this. However, I said, movies have turned me around before. Um, but I'm coming into it with a... My expectations is that on a scale from 1 to 10 are 0. Right. So, we're going for you first. What did you think of it? Well, I laughed a lot. Because some of it's uncomfortable laughing. Where you're like... <laughs> like a penis in the face. It's kind of stupid and... I mean, it's... Yeah, it's kind of some, got some outrageous... Way, yeah, you're just like... <laughs> First of all, because you know that Will Ferrell is a person and whoever was standing there with the prop and the film, the camera guy and the lady with the clapboard, they're all standing around and he had to do that. I think that's what makes me laugh. For a lot anything. of takes, probably. Exactly. <laughs> that <laughs> makes me laugh. Then there's a lot of moments I just... I think I laughed more at the other guy. Kevin Hart's reactions... To him, because I thought it was really, you know, where you would be like, what? Why are you saying that? Why are you doing that? And I actually, and then also laughing at all the different, you know. I mean, I mean, it's super- what we think of people. And now kind of putting a magnifying glass on that. And while some people will look at this movie and go, that is terrible. Yeah, it's like racist. That is actually really is. Like yeah. you are. You are condemning everyone for our stereotypes. Uh, the gay men, black men, rich men. Rich women. Everybody. Everything, everybody. Yeah, everything. And not really having any redeeming... Nobody has any real redeeming qualities. I mean, the only one is Kevin Hart, who just wants to do better for his family. That's it. I mean, nobody else seems to be very pure of heart. But, no. But I did laugh a lot, so I didn't hate it. It. I enjoyed it. It's not great. 
I mean, he's got a lot of moments that run on and on. Because it's, it's super formulaic as, yeah. in, as in a comedy. I mean, even from... Oh, the, yeah, there's nothing clever no. or interesting at all about it. It's almost it. old-fashioned, I, I felt. Very. Like, like it feels like something that was Except made in the 90s. Except they use the F word so. about 500 times. Yeah, there's that to make it more current. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but the, as far as the setup and the way it's acted and stuff, it's it's like a trade in places or, you know, it's something where it's... It seems a bit slightly out of time. A little then, bit, yeah. But then they they do outrageous things like the penis thing to make it feel like something from now. Like a Judge Apatow. Judge Apatow. Yeah. Um, what I think of it was, I said to you, Will Ferrell, for me, is at his best when he's playing the naive, you know, Ron Burgundy. Elf. Elf. Buddy from Elf. Ron this Burgundy. Is, this is basically El- Buddy. Got a really rich, and he inherited some money from yeah. his father, who was the book magnate. It's not a new... And now it's him. Yeah. I mean, that's Buddy. <laughs> it's, it's not a new thing for Will Ferrell to do this role. He's it's... slightly naive, uh, well-intended, really, but completely blind to all of his yeah. ignorance things. And that is what's funny. That Will Ferrell's the best for me when he's doing that. I find it really funny, because I think he... It's just him in general that makes me laugh. Like, you know, not all the time, either, because this movie... I did find in parts. I think this was slightly too long for, yeah. for this kind it of movie. It got a little wary. And I don't think if this... I think this might have been because we, it's seven minutes longer, the unrated version. I don't know if it was the unrated version that felt a bit long. I don't think seven but minutes. But there were moments where I was like, okay, this joke's run its course now. You, you don't really need another Do scene of this. in the yard? Yeah. Where Kevin Hart's Yeah, that like wasn't really yeah. that funny, was it? Um there was that. There was other things where I was getting fatigue on the joke. Like, like, okay, we know this joke now. You know, it's it's the joke of... Yeah. You know. The shiv or the... Yeah. Yeah. And they just keep running it and running it. And I don't know if that's because of the unrated version. They just do... You know, that's what they do sometimes. Add extra takes of the same. But it felt a little long. So there were... So there was occasions in it where I was like, ah, wow. Yeah, it was funny. Like, the first time... But like the seventh time of him, of them doing a different take of it or whatever, I'm kind of like, okay, I'm done with this. Can we move on a little bit? So that's what it had a problem with for me. It felt paced wrong. Now the theatrical version might be fine. Seven minutes is a lot. It's not a lot to add to a film, but mm. it is a lot if it's All just superfluous chunk. crap that doesn't really need to be there. They just put it in there to f- make it an unrated version. But I found it funny a lot. But then there was other parts where it was like stupid, like I just couldn't deal with how dumb it is. Like what? You know? There's this, you know. When they go to his cousins, I was like, that's almost. I the didn't worst like that. that, or, that I mean, one. each time they went into the deep, stereotypical thing, I was like, oh, you know, like I don't even care if you're basing anything on truth. I don't care if you had undercover people go to each of these groups and come back with actual factual, like, this is exactly how they dress, and this is the tattoo that I saw, and this is how that one skinhead racist guy looked, and this is how they, she, this woman had no clothes on but a chain hanging down between her boobs, or I don't even care if they got it from reality. When you look at it, it's like, oh, it's just absurd. Insultingly absurd, but I don't know, because yeah, I don't know. but they kind of like, it's almost like, you know, this they go, you know, there's the bit where they go to like the gangster kind of black yeah. guys then there's a bit where they go to a um racist yeah. white guys like so they kind of yeah. try and cover all the bases don't they but i feel like sometimes it feels like they just shoe on in that into yin and yang on that one like like this one here well they do all of them don't they yeah we can't do too much of this because some people will say oh this is like yeah so we need that as well 
So it feels like that during this during when it's playing out, which kind of makes it feel a bit off kilter as well. But I don't know Kevin Hart at all, right? It's like he's a blind spot for me. He's made loads of movies, like a comedy guy. He's a you know he's up and coming. Or not now. He's a big he's a big star now. But I don't know him at all. This he's is the, not too big of a star for you, and I don't know who he is. He's he's like along the lines of uh, what I was just reading along the lines of Adam Sandler. Um, yeah, but you know who Adam Sandler is. Yeah, and I know who Kevin Hart is, and I have known who Kevin Hart is for years. I've just never watched any of his movies. Um, so this is the first movie I've seen with him in. Um, and I saw him on the Jonathan Ross show. He, he was being interviewed. It actually wasn't for this film. It was uh, when he was on the Jonathan Ross show. He was being interviewed for The Wedding Ringer, where he was like, a, you hire him to come yeah. in. Which is like, <laughs> like this guy. But um, he was quite funny on there, and I was like, oh, he's pretty. he, he seems like he might be funny. I don't think he's particularly funny, but I did like his reactions with... Reactions were the funniest part, yeah. Yeah. Um, But some of the stuff he's... You know, when it was his turn to be funny, like that... There's a scene with Will Ferrell and he's acting, playing these different characters. I found it completely flat, like it wasn't funny at all. Like it was too much, he was being over the top. Yeah. So I'm not sure I'm a Kevin Hart fan. And Will Ferrell, you know, he skirts a line of like, I've seen Will Ferrell do this a million times now. Like, I'm getting to the point where Will Ferrell fatigue is setting in when he does, you know. But this is what you just said you love about him. That's what I'm saying. I, I do love it. I do love it, Will Ferrell. But you you do get to the point also. Like, I love Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell. It's one of my favorite things. And that was where he did... Like, something a, different. Something different. This isn't something different. This is like a paycheck movie for Will Ferrell. Thing. It's Buddy from Elf. There is no different personality. He is what he is without the Christmas album. But, but somehow it's funny. But not always. Also Ron Burgundy. Same. Yeah, that's thing. what I said earlier. Yeah. Ron Burgundy is naive. Like, he's just a naive... There's something... But how does this movie then saturate you? How is this the end of your tether? It's not the end of my tether. I was saying, there's a line, though. Like, eventually you will cross it and you will go, oh, I don't really want to watch... What? Like Adam Sandler, I don't really want to watch Adam Sandler movies anymore. I, there was a line where I reached, you know, in his comedies, where I was like, okay, I'm, I've seen all he has to offer. It feels like he's just doing the same thing over and over. Like, it, And it really does. And I love Punch Drunk Love, but that's him doing something different, right? But the Adam Sandler... Happy Madsen stuff. It really grates on me now. It's, uh, yeah, you like 51 First Dates. 50 First Dates. 50 First Dates. Yeah, 51 <laughs> is a sequel, right? <laughs> 50 uh, First Dates is a nice movie, but it's the same, it but is. it's a little bit different. And it's got that wacky, stupid... It's got parts of it where you wish they weren't there. You know, you? involved in that, Mr. Gigolo. Yeah. Yeah, that, That's exactly. the only parts that are too wacky. And, the, and it's like, oh, Yeah. You know. Take that out. And this also has that. There's parts of it where you're like, oh, I wish that wasn't part of this. Because it would be funnier without that. Like, it doesn't necessarily need a penis thing, does it? You know? No, of course not. I mean, yes, it's outrageous. And we don't... I mean, it's not even a real penis. But as far as what you see, it looks like one. But it's purely there for shock value. Like, purely. Yeah. And, you know... I don't know if that existed in the theatrical version either. I don't know. But um, this movie, though, is it's quite funny. I just I found if it was like 30 minutes shorter, I think it would be way better. You know, 
I think it. I just think well, like no, a two hours, ten minutes, thirty really. minutes of better stuff. That would be better. Um, Remove certain things and add more stuff where it's his Kevin Hart's family and Will Smith. I mean Will Smith. Will Ferrell's. What else does he have going for him besides? What are, we see nothing about his life except his snotty girlfriend and this jerk guy who's his boss. That's a that's a we point. We don't see any other options for no. him. So if you add a few minutes of him exploring that one young lady's uh, <laughs> exploring her, I mean, you know, like add something more to the characters than just keep hammering away at the anus, yes. anus jokes. <laughs> I also felt like the setup for the what was eventually going to be oh I I. You know, the whole setup, the beginning, it took about 30 minutes to get to it. Was, you know, to get to the point where he goes to Kevin Hart and says, look, I need you to, I need you to train me because I'm going in prison. I need you to make me get hard. It seemed like they could have done more in that area. Like, because it, it went on for a while, yet it wasn't really going anywhere. They were trying to be funny, like, a lot. Like, I know it's a comedy, but they should have had, I think they should have had more scenes in his workplace. To, to establish, you know, what he was in that workplace. I mean, yeah. They just oh, showed... I didn't need anything else. See, I, I wanted that. I wanted more scenes with Craig T. Nelson at the beginning, you know, to establish their relationship together. Uh, I think you're mistaken, because we're very, very established what it is. He's the Yeah, father. but real basic, like... Yeah, that's enough. You don't need more than that. And, uh, I, I know, I'm, I know I'm kind of picking apart a silly comedy. I mean, it shouldn't really, because <laughs> uh, it's a comedy, right, but... Yeah, but there are comedies that work just right all the way through, and you don't complain about anything. So there, obviously, it can be clear things that... Yeah, this definitely doesn't work 100% of the it's time. Like it's like in waves of funny... Oh, but there are parts funny, where I was crying. Boring. I, w- I had to wipe my eyes at one point because I was crying, and it was... <laughs> it was when, uh, it makes I don't me... remember you laughing at all. Yeah, I was laughing loads, and uh, my eyes started watering. Do you laugh in that sort of British way that I don't hear you laughing? No, I was laughing. I didn't. But uh, any, anyway, <laughs> well, we had umbrella, um, but um, the. What the, I'm saying is, I laugh like this. Like. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Do you just sit over there silently just laughing, like mutley, like sniggering, you know? Um, but what I was laughing at was when he said, "It made me cry." Even so, there was some funny parts. It was about where he was saying, "Um, can he's going to do the mad dog face?" <laughs> Like, if somebody in prison comes up to you, you do the mad dog face, and then he shows him, and he's like some, you know, a grimace, like, to kind of say, go away from me. And he just starts crying, and he said, I call this the sad dog. <laughs> and then he goes, and then he said, what did he say? Attention, Don't... everyone, I'm very sad already. I'm very Don't sad. sexually molest me, I'm already very sad. <laughs> yeah, that, that is classic <laughs> Will Ferrell for me. That's like an Anchorman moment, <laughs> or, you know, something where it's, like, so bizarre, it's hilarious, like, so... There are moments where I really laughed at stuff like that, but then there are moments also where I think the jokes don't work. And I think that's with this kind of off-the-cuff humour, which you can go in the extras and watch like 25 minutes of alternate takes and everything. With that kind of humour, whoever puts it together sometimes misses the the best stuff. Like, But it's all personal choice, isn't it? You might love one line, I might love the other, and... So it all comes down to that editor guy who puts it together, whether it works Definitely. Probably. So uh, let's go on to the cast here. Will Ferrell plays James. We just, we've just we mentioned him quite a bit. Uh, Will Ferrell. I'm, I'm a big fan of Will Ferrell. I find him really funny. I think Elf is one of the best holiday movies I've ever seen. Like, of all. It goes... It's You know when you say, oh, classic movies that you can watch every year and... It, 
Love Actually is a Christmas one for me. But I think Elf is absolutely classic. It, it goes there with, like, for me, with, like, a Willy Wonka or a Wizard of Oz. It's like a movie of... It's timeless. Okay, I have to stop you there. It's not like the Wizard of Oz. I'm just saying, a movie that you watch at Christmas. They're, they're Christmas movies to me. Wizard of Oz. Um, yeah, but it's meaningless to you. You just watch it because it's Christmas time. No, it's not meaningless. When I was a kid, I watched Wizard of Oz lots of times. Like, it was on every Christmas. Not meaningless. I sat there and watched it and was captivated by it. You know? Same with... Um, uh, Elf, I think, is absolute clear. I think you could show Elf in 30 years' time still. I know, yeah, it seems dated because the city is a yeah, certain yeah. way or whatever. But the message and the, the humour doesn't go away. It's just really spot-on humour. And it's, again, about naive naivety. It's, like, always funny. It's, like, a, per, a fish out of water. Call me an elf again. Yeah. Call me an elf again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about, uh, what's his name? Tyrion Lannister. Not True. liking the Will Ferrell character. No. <laughs> it is a movie called Elf, and they chose to use a little person. Yep. And the and the the comedy and the anger ensue. But um, yeah, I love Will Ferrell, and there's a lot of Stranger Than Fiction's an awesome movie too. Um, obviously the Anchorman and Anchorman Two, I like. I know a lot of people didn't. I really do. Um, but yeah, I I think he did great in this movie. It's just. That kind of humour where it's rapid fire and you're always trying to get like a funny line. Sometimes it comes across as forced a little bit. Desperate. Yeah, like, oh, you know, let's do 50 takes of this. And you can tell they did 50 takes of it. Like, you're like, oh, okay. You're going to, you know. it's You're just fatigued by it a bit. Uh, Kevin Hart, obviously, I don't know him at all. And everybody who's listening is probably going, oh, you haven't seen this, that and the other, whatever he's in. Um, I, I can't say I'm a fan. I think, I don't know. He's he's not really that funny to me. Like, when it was his turn to shine in this movie, I didn't find that that funny. Just occasional things that he says to Will Ferrell is funny. Like, as a team, you know, because it, it... the bit. I think the, he makes it better when they're doing their thing together, for I sure. I mean, he's not, like, obnoxious and I no, can't deal with him. Like, I, was never, yeah. I was never at my fill of him at all because I think that I was always... Which I thought I, I might I felt it was been. genuine... As a, like, he, I think he seems like a really professional comedian. I don't know, you know. But, I mean, he's not, he doesn't seem um, desperate for the laugh. I mean, there are times, like the one where he's doing the three different characters, where it seems a little bit. But then again, the director's some at fault because he just lets him do it. So, but other times I felt like he was just right. Like, and then there's the wacky moments, but I never was like, oh, this guy. Ever. Not one time. So that's a good start for me. I also put down Alison Brie, um, who is uh, Will Ferrell's lady friend at the beginning. Um, I wanted to put her down because I really loved her in Mad Men. She was, like, awesome. Like, she, she, was, yeah. she was Pete's wife, Trudy. Um, and I've never seen her outside of that. And you really do see her in this movie, <laughs> let me just say. She's um, not naked. No, but... Um, she she's good, um, but it's very that is a very um, dated high, as a highly date, stereotypical. I'm very dated feeling. It yeah. feels like something from the eighties. It definitely felt like trading places yeah. when they're like, "Oh, Snoogie, oh yeah," you know that. Yeah, it's that just one, yeah. super like played very like you know, be stereotypical as far as you can possibly take it. Yeah, 
And that's what she did. <laughs> so, but I like her, so I always wanted to mention her. Craig T. Nelson, who I've not seen for the longest time, who you will remember as Coach. <laughs> Even I used to watch Coach because Channel 4 used to show it in the middle of the night when we only had four TV stations and three of them in England. Three of them weren't even on overnight. They were just static. The only one that was on was ITV. And at three in the morning, if you happen to be up, Coach was on. <laughs> so I ended up watching Coach a lot. Right. And that is no interest in Coach. I don't interested in sport. It was mildly funny. But it was just default that that was all. So I did watch a lot of that. And I really like him. Um, but in this, he doesn't really get much to play, nah, does he? At he all. Really. anybody. And then I'd put um, ra- the rapper T.I. plays Russell. And that all, all that whole thing with Russell and his gang. Totally out of place. I just didn't like it. It just felt... It was totally out of place. It was too, to remind you too much of a serious side of yes. things. Both side, Both of those incidents. With the white supremacists yeah. and with the African-American gang. Like, it was too much scurrying. Not a lot of humor, either, in those parts. And the humor is based on terrible things. Mm. And while other things are... T- it's like there's that imaginary line again where you're like, ugh, you know. Yeah, I'm no prude or anything like that. But, <laughs> no. but those parts, I felt... when the, If the humor level's going along, and, you, and you're laughing occasionally, and you're thinking, oh, this is pretty funny. As soon as those two parts came, there was no laughter for me. Like, I was like... You know, these these almost feel Maybe like... Maybe that's part of the trick. That like, they feel like they're from a different movie. You're made to feel uncomfortable because you're just slammed in the face with this very awkward stereotype. Yeah, it's... Com- you know? it's again, how, right. how far stereotype can we go? Yeah, th- this is that, right? Um, so, yeah, T.I. is... You'll know him if you're into rap. He played Russell. I think he did a good job as yeah, Russell. Yeah, very I good. I just don't think... I would like to see him in another kind of movie. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. felt like he... And a lot of those dudes, they, they were... I felt like they could be in... A, not just that. They don't have to be that. But no. I mean, they they seem like they really... Because up against Will Ferrell, and now Kevin Hart, you... And these are people that I'm not familiar with. They held their own. Yeah. Acting, performing-wise. I would like to see them out of that context and do something different. And then uh, this is directed by Ethan Cohen, and it's actually his first feature movie, so um, nothing else to compare it to. Uh, Isn't he with the Cohen brothers? No, no. Would the Cohen brothers direct this? No. I don't know. Um, They're cheeky and weird. No, this is a first-time guy, and uh, so I have nothing to compare his directing to. And you know what? It's just pretty standard comedy, exactly how you would expect it to be. There's nothing fancy about it. Um, It's serviceable right it's not you don't go oh my god the cinematography is amazing oh my god the special effects are great there's none of that it's like a it's service it's not trying to be fancy which sometimes i admire not doing the spinning around camera on people not doing any of that it just comes across as you know serviceable as, as a comedy goes what do you want anyway from a comedy you don't want fancy tricks and stuff you just want the comedy to be good right that's what you want. You don't. If there is, if they're resorting to special effects and all that kind of stuff, then the comedy might not be. It's not necessarily resorting, because then you have other sci-fi movies. You could say are resorting to special tricks, and they should just stick to their. I can't think of one off the top of my head that has anything. You know, oh, something like Train Spotting that uses a lot of camera stuff. That's a comedy at heart, drama, and comedy mixed together, and it yeah. uses a lot of. Directing and cinematography, and it works. It's not a wacky comedy. 
No. I'm just saying. No, you know. it's far. It's <laughs> but far it has from. comedy moments that use interesting camera tricks. I found know? it funny. I was watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. yesterday, and uh, there's the, uh, like, a Welsh agent, and he's going down some steps, and the woman who's going down, she says, hurry up, train spotting. He goes, I'm not even from Scotland. <laughs> so I thought that was a pretty good, because uh, there's a lot of people who wouldn't even understand what that is, would they? <laughs> um, so, there are extras on this Blu-ray. Um, they're quite a few, actually, but funnily enough, they amount to nothing. It's one of those things. Yes, when you get a comedy Blu-ray, there's often the linearama and the gagarama. Judd Apatow started all that back with a 40-year-old virgin, actually, on Blu-ray. And there's a bunch of that on here. There's the Get Hard linearamas. There's the gag reel. There's 25 minutes of deleted scenes. So if you like those alternate takes, you're in for 25 minutes of them. There's a feral fighting, the Kevin Hart workout, and there's a there's actually a bunch of little featurettes, and a lot of them last like a minute and ten seconds. They're really really short. So, I had zero interest in anything extra. But what I'm saying is, there are extras here, and they probably total over an hour in total. So if you do want to see some deleted scenes, and like I said, there's two versions of the movie, unrated and theatrical. The unrated is seven minutes longer. Um, but that is it for the extras. And, you know, uh, in conclusion, um, it's, it's fun. It just has those. Eh. It is. It is fun. I didn't even expect to enjoy it. I, I expected to. it. The only thing we watched the trailer. Did anything surprise you? No. <laughs> and we watched the trailer of this a few weeks ago. I remember it coming on and I was thinking, oh, well, I like Will Ferrell in that role. I actually said to you, I like him being the naive dude. And I got pretty much what that trailer promised. It wasn't trying to dupe you or anything. That was what you get. Yeah. So I feel kind of satisfied with that. You know, it's not the greatest thing ever, but you might have a laugh on a Saturday afternoon watching it. So, and you were just... I was amused. It made me laugh and I didn't hate it. So that's a good thing. <laughs> and it's quality enough. It's same quality as... Most of his movie, you know, Will Ferrell movies, it's not like... Adam McKay was one of the uh, writers and producers on this. And Adam McKay is the Anchorman uh, director. So he had a lot to, you know, play in this. And you can tell. Yeah. it's his kind of comedy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so um, if you want to enter a contest uh, to win a Blu-ray, not Get Hard, but some other Blu-rays, go to aschoolie.com and you can win. Uh, next week's Blu-ray review will be Kingsman, The Secret Service. We're going to be looking at that one next week. So uh, I'm quite excited for that because Matthew Vaughn who did yeah, the Kick-Ass movies, which I love the Kick-Ass movies. Absolutely. I like the Kick-Ass movies that much. I bought the action figures and put them on my you did. rack downstairs. So that's his Matthew Vaughn's new movie. So um, movie recommendations. I am going based on Get Hard. I'm going for Trading Places because, you know, there are obvious similarities between a movie where it's a fish out of water type story and especially crossing race divides mm-hmm. too, which is what this movie does and what that movie does. And my other one's Anchorman, because that is my favourite Will Ferrell movie. And I can put it on now. I know it off by heart. Like, I know it so well. But it will always make me laugh. Like, it's just... It's kind of got a, like a... I can feel the flow of it. It's kind of weird, like, when you're watching it. You don't have to sell me It's like Star idea. Wars. I you can watch I, Star Wars. You know Wars what I do every day? Watch Bob's Burgers. Two or three episodes, and I've seen them all. M- many, many times, and as soon as one starts and the very first line comes out of somebody's mouth, 
I don't have to be looking. I don't have, I am, it's like listening to your favorite song. You just get it. You get yeah, the jokes. You you, you're, you're there. You don't have, you, like you on your computer, you'd have that behind other windows and still be laughing your head. Yeah. Off. Cause you know, you've seen it. Exactly. <laughs> so that mine, uh, trading places and I Mine is trading places. Cause that's what I thought of about 50 times because it's to me a better story, but it's kind of wackier. Yeah. When it, my, one of my favorite parts is in the train, you know. <laughs> you just gotta, if you haven't seen it already, Jesus, it's been 30 years. Just watch it. And my other one is The Toy, which is Richard, Richard Pryor. Pryor. So it's another, like, fish out of water. You know, this snotty little rich kid sees this African-American guy in a store and says, because uh, Jackie Gleason is the dad, so you have anything you want, anything you want. He says, I want that. And I think he's a, I think he's a janitor maybe or something. Jackie Gleason's like, look, I'll give you however much money. You just have to go to my house and... Because my kid wants you, so... And then it's sort of that, the the difference between rich and poor, basically. Right. Brewster's Millions, too, when you think about it. Yeah, There's another... I, I love that movie. Contrasting thing, you know. Brewster's Millions. I mean, they're all cheeky and really cheap, because if you think back on the 80s movies, but concept is... They're kind of timeless, also. You can watch Trading Places now, and it's still funny. I mean, it's not all funny. Some of it, like this movie, some of it misses you, but... yeah. It's one of those things. It got timeless somehow. Amongst all the comedies that come out, certain ones just stick, don't they? And, and like Anchorman, you know, it's like a or Airplane. Those don't stick with me, but they do. Well, with they you. do. <laughs> like in the in the you know Airplane, I can just another one. I can just sit and watch Airplane, and it's stupid. I mean, it's idiotic, but there's something about it that is. I think just... I'd be super bored now if I watched Airplane. <laughs> it's like. When I saw it as a, you know, what, 10-year-old probably? If, yeah, you were impressionable. Absolutely, and it was just like, I couldn't believe that something there was something like this. Like, that's how I, I was yeah. watching it. Like, this is just, like, I can't stop laughing at that's it. That's how I felt just... when I watched The Exorcist for the first time. Yeah, also. And I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, but, but in terms of comedy, that one, I just remember, and Monty Python also did the same thing for me. I remember watching Life of Brian and going, wow, this... This exists like like this is it hits my funny bone completely like it's just so stupid yeah <laughs> well you were off a child. the wall you know of course it was gonna make you laugh <laughs> and risque as well you know that when you're a child that makes it even more yes, better like naughty it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like when you watch Porky's it's stupid and dumb but there's something about it you're a kid you're like wow I want to watch more of these kind of movies so um, games and a scully stuff I haven't actually really been playing any games that I've not already talked about I'm playing more Batman I'm playing more Witcher. Um, we already talked about them. So I wanted to talk about Comic-Con that was on this week and just some of my things that I was into at the Comic-Con. And that was uh, Ash vs. Evil Dead, which they actually showed the trailer for, which was a decent trailer, like a three-minute trailer, to show you pretty much the what the vibe of the show is going to be. Like, and you know, Sam Raimi and uh Did you Bruce have Campbell. any doubts? No, because, you know, when, when they announced it about a year ago and they said the whole... It's Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell and uh, Xena, the warrior princess. I was like, yeah, well, that's the team, isn't it? They're back together. They, they're not going to deviate from Evil Dead. They're going to do Evil Dead again. Like, you know, something. It's like Dust Till Dawn. It's like, that's Rodriguez doing Dust Till Dawn. So, you know, he's going to He's going to be honest stay truth true himself, to it. but that yeah. doesn't mean he's going to be good. Right, but you have to skip over that. You can't assume that, but you can't assume that because he's doing it, it's good. 
Only that it's going to be what it is. But the trailer really tickled my evil dead. Oh shit! Because it's yeah. really it's built for the fans. You can tell it's just like you had the same feeling when you watched Evil Dead the first time when you were young. That oh my god, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah, like this and it made is an impression like, on you. So extreme. It's like an extreme horror movie that I've not seen. Like I mean, it's right. And the, as you've, I you hadn't actually seen the original Evil Dead, and mm-hmm. I sat, I we sat down and watched it. I've seen it a lot of times. And the original one's not actually that funny. It's not like a silly. It's not movie. funny at all. It's, it's just horrific, like and blood. It's like wacky. Yeah. Gory. It's not. Gory but then the second one takes it to this funny level, like, and then the third one goes really funny. Like, I mean, it's silly. The third one almost silly, not necessarily funny. Yeah, you know, I find it funny, but mm. now the the series looks like it's taken a tone between them. Like, there's blood and gore, which you can clearly see in this trailer, and there's silly Bruce Campbell one-liner stuff. Uh, the only thing I was totally disappointed about was it's a 10-episode season on stars, and it starts on Halloween night, so book your calendars for that one. It's good Halloween night fun. But the only thing that disappointed me, and I found this out yesterday, is it's 10 half-hour episodes. They're not hour episodes. Mm. Now, originally they build it as hour epi- like a 10-hour Evil Dead movie. But it's actually... Was it dust till dawn 30 minutes? No, it was an hour. Oh, were they? Yeah, so... You know, and you're only getting 30 minutes a week. And I find 30 minute shows just to blast by, you know. I know it's on stars, so there's no commercials, but... 30 minute shows often don't feel like enough to me, you know, if I'm into it. Imagine sitting down and watching Game of Thrones and it only being 30 minutes. It's like, oh, what? You know, so that was the only thing that disappointed me a little bit. So, but I can't wait. Halloween night. Ash versus Evil Dead. Um, Suicide Squad and Batman versus Superman. We watched the trailers for those, both of those this week. Um, you know, Marvel have been killing it with superhero movies for, what, three or four years now? Maybe five years. So longer than that, since Iron Man came out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Marvel have been one, af- one after another awesome superhero movies, you know, like, and DC, the opposite side to uh, the comic universe. They had Christopher Nolan's Batman movies, which I I love those movies. But they haven't really been making movies. But, you know, there was Green Lantern. <clears throat> yeah. So, you know, they've... Aside right? from... Right? Aside from the Batman his movies. His whole exterior of his body gets, like, taken over by whatever it is that's going on. And he goes... <gasps> right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> You're just like... What kind of a society are you from? Funny thing is, um, Ryan Reynolds is now back as in the Marvel universe, uh, and he's going to be Deadpool, which uh, is that Deadpool. And it, I don't like the character of Deadpool. It's the weird one that turns to the camera and he knows the camera's there. Is that he's that guy? I don't know anything about it. He's like a villain, but a a good guy. But he's, he's he does fart jokes. He looks at the camera. He breaks the fourth wall in the comics all Perfect the time. Perfect for Ryan Reynolds. Perfect for Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, but it's not my favorite thing. But Marvel are actually doing that movie. I've done it. They've actually done it. But um, so we saw the new DC trailers, which is Batman versus Superman, which is the sequel to Man of Steel, um, and Suicide Squad, which is the other big DC property that you didn't really know about. I knew about no, the comics. Didn't know it existed. No, and that one's like, it's a big showcase for the bad guys of the DC universe, basically. All teaming up as a big force. Um, I must say that both trailers, and I love Zack Snyder, so A Man of Steel, I think, is an amazing movie. I, I just love it. The music, it sends the airs on the back of my neck up. 
you know, that's Hans Zimmer theme. Um, I love Man of Steel. I thought it was awesome. Not everybody did. No, they didn't. And I think that's often, like, people don't like Zack Snyder in some way. I love him because Watchmen, Sucker Punch, you know, I think he's really talented, like, and 300, obviously. Um, I think of all those, 300 would be my favorite. Yeah, Sucker Punch might be mine. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I really, really love Sucker Punch. And not a lot of people do. It's another movie where it failed, like, badly, but something about it I liked. Um, hmm, about a bunch of gorgeous women having fights. That's an, I, don't, I don't know what you would have liked about it. I like. I obviously like that, but I also liked. I just liked its vibe. You know, it's kind of menacing. Effed up. Uh, yeah, the uh, insane asylum thing. Um, so the Batman versus Superman trailer, and you know Ben Affleck's going to be playing Batman, and um, Henry Cavill is back as Superman. Who I thought was an excellent Superman, by the way, from Man of Steel. Um, it looks awesome, Batman vs Superman. You know, like there was a there was a trailer that lasted for three or four, you know, two, maybe three minutes. And all I required for that trailer, you didn't have to do three minutes of a trailer. There's a scene where the Batmobile is there, <laughs> and Superman lands on the Batmobile, and Batman just stands up. No, Superman flicks the top off. Yeah, of but the he, car. yeah, flicks it off, and then Batman stands up, and he just stands up. But I can feel that, like, I am fucking done with you. <laughs> I am. You just ruined my Batmobile. I am going to stand up, and we're having like this that. Back. It would be the issue yeah. that you've just hurt, you've crushed the front of my car, and now you flick. But the that, if that was just the trailer where where that happens, just that, and then it says Batman, that would have done it for me. So that was... I just think it looks it looks excellent. And, you know, all the people who were dissing... As your wife, I thoroughly benefit from your very easy-to-please personality. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know. Um, but Batman vs. Superman, uh, all the people who were saying Ben Affleck, oh, Ben Affleck can't be Batman. There's scenes in, in that trailer, and there's only a few. There's one where he's Bruce Wayne, and he's, and he's running, to, and he's, he's got mm-hmm. a child. I was like, yes, that's Bruce Wayne. I. Why were people saying, oh, but why could it? They were saying, oh, he couldn't be Batman. There's How no can way. you say that about anybody? They were saying physically, he's not up. No, anybody can be physically up to being, can they? You know? And I've always loved Affleck. I think he's a good actor. Go and watch Chasing Amy and tell me that scene in the rain is not a good actor. I mean, let's be honest. That, Gone Baby Gone, though, and The City, those are all fantastic. Or The, the Town. Town. Yeah, the, the ones that he directed, he, he, Argo, he's, he's a good director, too. And the other one where he's in it, he's the, not just Gone Baby Gone, but uh, Gone Girl. Yeah. And um, what was the other one? The... Um, the one that's kind of... It's Malik. Yeah. 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 Forget I never know the name of that <laughs> I one. Never either. But ladder I really up, like that ladder up or step up or no, to the clouds so. or... Yeah, clouds. Something about the clouds. <laughs> it's not Cloud Atlas. No. No. But uh, yeah, Ben Affleck, to me, I've always loved him. Uh, I don't know what people's beef are with him. He's directed three movies and those three movies are all effing awesome. All three of them. Like, he, he just... And, and you know, like, he's going to be Batman in Batman vs. Superman. He's also being Batman in Suicide Squad. And then he also announced that he's doing a standalone Batman movie that he will star in and direct. So, you know, I'm excited for that too. So, um. To the Wonder. To the Wonder is the movie. And he starred in that with Olga Kurienko or whatever she was called from really the good. Bond movies. Um, so, uh, the, the other thing was Suicide Squad. 
I also thought that trailer was very effective. It used the Bee Gees, um, like a remix of the well, somebody else singing it. But it was the Bee Gees, You've Started a Joke song. And it's so apt that for, for this thing, because the Joker is in the, you know, in the Suicide Squad movie. And it, but it's this haunting version of that song. And it's like, the, it reminded me of the social network, you know, that, mm-hmm. the creep, Radiohead yeah. creep. But it, it fits so perfectly. And it made, it's another trailer where you're like, whoa, this is visually, it's really stimulating. And, you know, I hope that delivers on what it was. You know, Will Smith's dead eye in it. It's, it looks really cool. Um, so next year, I think is going to be DC's year of, hey, look, here we are with, with our cool... Okay. You don't know until who's, it happens. Who's not, who as a superhero fan, who is not going to see Batman versus Superman? A lot of the ones who have already complained about it will not probably see it. And I if think they they'll do, go anyway. I know, but they'll still hate it. So you can't, your enthusiasm does not count for everybody. Don't, no. Don't, don't be delusional. But anyway, go and watch those trailers. They're both on YouTube. They're, if you're a comic are book fan. Are they paying fan, you for this? Selling their trailers to the populace. Don't, they don't need to. I will. I'll sell superhero movies till the end of the end of the week. What's your least favorite superhero movie? And don't say Mario Brothers. I think it's, oh, they're not superheroes. I think it's Green Lantern. You know, mm. it really sticks out as a bad superhero movie. Like I, I, I had fun watching it at the time, but then when you go back, oh no, Green Hornet is another one. Yes, that was the worst Rogen. one. But I didn't bad. like Silver Surfer very much either, even though I like mm. them. I also think I don't think and the it was third fantastic X-Men movie from the other set. I didn't yeah, like Last it. Stand. Yeah, yeah, it's not very good either. With one with Vinnie Jones running through the wall. Parts of it were fine, but the big showdown was didn't really do much for me. People hate Daredevil, but I, and there you go, Ben Affleck. I actually really like Daredevil. You didn't the first time. You no, I didn't. It. it grew on me though. Then we watched the director's, director's cut, cut, and then we watched all the extras. Yeah. And we kind of fell in love with the efforts that they made. And I don't know if that's fair to then watch the movie again and be like, oh, I get it now. It's better than it was the first time I watched it. But that's how it worked. But yeah, I think the Green Hornet. Oh, the green... Electra was crappy. Yeah, Electra was sucked. really bad. Yeah, It just had a bad story. Catwoman. Just... Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> there are bad super. There are lots of bad ones. Ugh. Yeah, Catwoman is... Bottom of the barrel for me, almost. I don't know, though. Green Hornet is pretty bad. There's a, there's a swampy bit at the bottom of the barrel, and they're all kind of slooping yeah. around. And then Guardians of the Galaxy is right up at the top, <laughs> yes. isn't it? Floating on top of it. So, um, yeah, that's my stuff for this. Oh, one more thing. I uh, we Cycling? Cycling? We go cycling every day. I told you about it the other week. And a, an issue I was having, personally... Uh, was is this another thing where you're sponsoring someone without their knowledge? No. <laughs> yes. An issue an issue I was having personally is I was going trying to go further and further all the time. And it's very hot in where so we live. So this is you. It's very hot where we live. It's uh just acknowledge it. It's been ninety to ninety six the other day when Yeah. We so when you're cycling it's ninety six degrees. You obviously have to drink. So I bought a bottle to put on my bike. So 24 ounce um, polar, is polar the brand. and they're great, and they are really awesome. Yeah, uh, keep the water cool, and it's good. But I f- what I was finding was I was getting, you know, what what did I do this week? I, the longest ride I did it was uh, 16, 16 miles. So you get I get about seven miles in, and I finished the ball. So then the rest of the journey is like I'm pretty thirsty. <laughs> Yeah, but let's let's preface this by saying that in your normal daily life, you think you have to have a bottle, a glass of water sitting there to suck on all the time. So I'm used to that. Like every minute, you've got it there, and you're drinking and drinking like a gallon a day. 
And I think you've conditioned your mind to think you need it. No, yes, of course we need water. But then you think as soon as you run out of water, you're about to have a heat stroke, and you're not. That's what I thought was really funny. But you wanted to solve this problem by not messing with your mind, and you bought... Yeah, I didn't want to have... um, uh, Having water on your bike, a bottle, it's all well and good. But if you don't want to stop, sometimes I get into a rhythm and I'm like, stopping will actually ruin this, like I need to keep going. And drinking with one hand and, and on a trail that's quite bumpy. It is, like it's all not gravelly easy. and bumpy. Yeah, it's not easy at all. So I end up stopping, having a drink, and then carrying on. So I wanted to fix this and also carry more water with me than this 24-ounce bottle. So I've, you, people probably know what these are. Camelback is the company. I got one of those. It's like a bladder. That's what it is, isn't it? A bladder. Um, it's not like an IV or anything that you have yourself. It's an hydration <laughs> bladder. You fill it up with water. Put it in a backpack. That It comes with a backpack and then it has a little straw, like drinking a, straw. Like a scuba tube. Yeah. what it looks like to me. So you don't have to get off your bike or anything. You just uh, stick the tube in your mouth, have a drink, carry on going. You put it on your back, straps to your back like a backpack. It's relatively small. I don't even notice I've got it on once I've got it on. It's it's just... Um, what I liked about it is if you put ice in the water, it keeps your back cool. Um, and it stays cool, like, for the longest time. I wouldn't go out without it now. It's awesome. It's t- it holds two litres, the one I've got. There's bigger ones. There's ones that hold three litres. Two litres, you know, everybody knows that. You know, it's like having a bottle of Pepsi on your back, but water. <laughs> You can put Pepsi in it if you want. My nephew, when I got it the other day and I brought it in, my nephew said, oh, that's really cool. I'd put barbecue sauce in it. <laughs> I was like, I don't think that'll go down well on a trail. The like, chunks you know? <laughs> won't come through the two very good. Um, he also said, uh, what else did he say? Maple syrup in it would also be good. See, maple syrup would be awesome. Give you energy, nutrition. <laughs> but it's cool. You wear it on your back. You get water whenever you want. You just bite on the on the little valve and then it, it dispenses. You on it and then yeah. it comes out. <laughs> It's really cool. Um, it is. I, you know, now I can go on a really long ride because I can have my bottle and that if I want to go 25 miles, which will be, well, I'll try and go 20 miles soon. You're just Mr. Numbers Man. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, I bought one of those and uh, I'm a very Never happy. mind that I went 12 miles with you yesterday. Yes, you did. Uh, you, you went your furthest distance this week. Mm-hmm. 12 miles. Uh, and drank hardly any of the water, and you ate all the trail mix, and I survived just fine. True. <laughs> Actually, I... I have lots of fat stored up, so I think that's where all of my energy comes from. Today, though, oh my god, I was... I am now, and was, completely low energy. So I went about six miles all, is all. I just kind of rode around the whole complex. I only went ten today. <laughs> but I mean... Yeah, but the first day, we this is hilarious, the first yeah. day, we went up our street and back... Like twice, and they were like, oh my Which god. Which is about a mile, maybe. Not even. No, not even that. A third <laughs> no. of a mile. Yeah. We're like, oh, 10 minutes. Mm. And now, after yesterday, when I could have kept going, I mean, I was tired, I was hot and sweaty. I don't go fast. You go fast. I don't. I just kind of putter along. And I think our goal is a 35 mile trip one way to a town where they and have then like stay a there. breakfast and stuff. Yeah, stay all night. And then the next day, come back. So that's my ultimate, like, it's going to hurt my crotch, I think, if I... I've padded pants, but I've been not wearing them lately to kind of I mean, yeah, break in my without, body better. It's a long way. I mean, I mean I've mean, i done the maximum 16, did you say? See, I've done 16 miles 
and it's quite and I but I was doing it quite fast. So if like I said to you, if we take the whole if you take a whole day and you ride slowly all day, like we did. Yep, stop and eat a little and stop, stop along the way, take photos, you know. I think, yes, you could do 35 miles. I mean, yeah, it might take a few months to get into that. But I, I think we should do that, like, when it comes uh, autumn time. Yeah, absolutely. It's nice and cool. And it'd be more enjoyable. Because, you know, 95 degree days, if you're doing 35 miles. But yesterday was 96, it said, and it was fine. But that part of the path... I was very sweaty yesterday, though. It was, uh, it's a lot of shade. It's under a lot of forest area. So, you know, you get kind of both. Plus, it's along the side of the river, so it's not as hot. And I used to ride a bike all the time when I was a kid, and not rode a bike for year, you know, twenty years or something. Do we want to remind them this is a movie podcast? Yeah, <laughs> maybe maybe twenty years I've not rode a bike, and then I've rode a bike recently, and I got really into it again. And you don't lose being like nope. there's a feeling when you're on your bike that you have. I hadn't ridden a bike since I was twelve. No, it takes me right back to being a kid and going like, I'm just going to go up this road and see where it goes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Like today, I was really tired, and so I went a little bit with you, it started raining, I came back, and I was like, I can just lay here on this bench, I've got water, I've got my music, I'll just lay here till he gets back, it'll be an hour, I'm just out, I have no get up and go, and I was like, I was looking at my bike, and I thought, no, I just want to ride around, like I don't want to do anything, I just want to be on there, pedal around, and so I just did, I rode all the way over to this, we have the bridge that goes across the Missouri River, and I went under some underpasses, and, you know, just like... That feeling of, it is hard for me, harder than for you. There are times I get over big humps and I'm like, oh my god, that's so hard. But I love the... Um, I think that it's so hard, the more you do it, goes away. Though. It does. It's yeah. gotten a lot better. A lot better. Because the pain that came at the beginning is going away a lot. Now, I am getting the numb hand, so I need to check that out. Because I might have damaged something. Like Because when I ride, I'm leaning really hard on You need to get hands. those gloves, I think. My left pinky is uh, not acting right but soft gloves you need something but, but anyway cycling it's fun go go and get a bike <laughs> is that all you wanted to say get a bike go and cycle uh so and we got cheap bikes don't we don't want to sell or sell anything we got cheap bikes 100 bucks 120 bucks mine was Walmart. 150 139 minus 129 but i mean they're like the low end they're not anything fancy it's mongoose walmart right off the rack you just happen I mean, to be good at fixing things and checking things out, and we got a little toolkit. I've been looking after them, like yeah. You and you've got to look after your bike. You can't just get a bike, go out in the rain, stick it stick it out in the back porch. It will go rusty, and it won't won't work after a while. That is just the facts of a bike. Any bike, cheap, and expensive. You love messing with things, so that's great. Yeah, I I like to keep it, you know, keep it going and. But yeah, don't buy a bike, stick it out in the rain, <laughs> and think it's going to be fine when you get on it next time. Because it won't be. It'll be rusted and it won't work well. So you need to oil your bike. And, and get check. some bug spray. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Sid Talk, what is for dinner? Tonight's going to be, oh, if I have enough energy to cook it. Subway. Subway could work. No, it's too late now. They're going to close soon. Um, It's going to be some corn chicken um pâtés, which are, it's not really chicken. It's a, All those, yeah. Yes. Veggie version of a chicken patty, which is fantastic. In some curry sauce with some veg and some rice. And naan bread. And your advice before we leave? What does it say? I've got nothing. <laughs> I got I've got nothing. Other than, I mean, if you want to transfer this to the biking thing. You know, I've been very round 
for most of my life, all of my life, really, since I was like 10 or 11, around chubby, fat, overweight, whatever you want to call it, all those years. Never skinny, ever, maybe since I was a little tiny kid, and my mom used to say I looked sick because I was so skinny. It's probably why she started feeding me like Velveeta and butter all the time, <laughs> fattening <laughs> me up, Twinkies and Mountain Dew, right? And, but part of my childhood was also hating activity. I hated running. I hated participating in gym class. Not because I was already getting chubby, because I, I, I would start to run and be like, ugh, I feel awkward and dumpy and I'm tired and I'm sweaty and why do you all like running around? Like, it's stupid. I would rather go sit and draw a picture. Like, that was just, it's built into me like that. Then as I get older, same thing. Hate going to the gym. I've tried it. I hate going, having the whole routine of going to get everything ready and go. Even though I love going to the swimming pool, because I have to, the ordeal of getting there, I give up because it's not worth it. I've joined other gyms in the Y. We bought a treadmill, which you've used for seven years and I've used zero. I just hate it all. And then something got in my craw about, uh, you know, I used to just try riding a bike again. And one day I was like, that's it. We're just going to get them. Do you want one? If you want one, I'll get you one too. I went on a bender and bought two bikes. And a bender. <laughs> I went on a spending spree. Bought two cheap bikes from Walmart. And I actually really enjoy it. Even when it feels hard. Even when I'm really tired and I've gone four miles one direction. And I know I have to come back. Because ours is a trail. You, It's not a loop. Once you've gone a certain distance, you know you have to come back. If I went 10 miles one way, unless I'm calling a cab, i got to turn myself around. And, and there are moments when I'm like, oh my god, this takes forever. I had to, one day I didn't have any music and I had to do, to keep myself occupied, I tried to uh, say all the states in alphabetical order, all the people from my graduating class in alphabetical order, which is not that hard, there's only 45, but still, it's been a long time, just to keep me from, like, giving up because I'm like, I can't, I get bored so easily, right? So now you and I ride together a little bit. That's really good. We talk, time passes and I'm enjoying, I'm over the pain hump. My crotch doesn't hurt anymore. You know, my thighs are getting way better. My neck even, you know, I have that weird humpy thing on the bike. I've gotten over that. So all of that's been erased. I mean, I've worked it out and now it's just I look forward to putting my leg over and getting my crotch on that seat and taking that first push off. And for about 50 yards, it's just like this, I don't know, like you're flying almost. I don't go fast, I, I, but it's like you've just floated back to your childhood and you're just gliding across and there's where we go. It's just trees everywhere and cliffs and a it's river. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So all of that combined makes me not hate it. One thing I realized today... It makes me love it, actually. I shouldn't say I don't hate it. I really enjoy it. And it's not... If I hadn't just bought the bikes, I would never have done it. One thing I realized today, and it rained. Tiny bit, yeah. Yeah, tiny bit. But I uh, last time it rained, I didn't have a helmet. Now I have a helmet with a visor. If mm. I, and I could put my head just slightly down like that, and nothing goes in my eyes, which is awesome. That is awesome, because you glasses. Because before, <laughs> the last time when we got caught in a rain, I... I must have had some soap still in my hair, maybe, like, and my eyes felt like they had what soap in them. are you, in... seven? Yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, it was running, something was running off my head that was making my eyes sting. Wow. So, I think I had some shampoo in my hair. Maybe it was acid rain. Yeah. So, uh... My advice then is, don't, don't think 
that's something you think you've hated all your life, if you're my age, 47. It could be anything. You know, I know a young man at work, and I say, have you seen this movie or that movie? Oh, I don't like movies. I wish I did, but I don't. Well, maybe maybe you haven't seen the right movies, right? Maybe I haven't tried the right exercise. I hadn't. I had not pursued anything other than the boring ugh, walking and trudging along on a treadmill and all that crap. I hate all that, and you just you never know what's around the corner. So, let me remind you about our website. Not much advice in there. <laughs> Ascoli.com and Sidso.com. You can catch us on social networks, Twitter and Facebook. You can catch this podcast on the, uh, what's it called again? Groove? Microsoft Groove. I don't know. They changed the name of it so often. Um, they Aris- changed it one time. It was the Zoom and now it's Zoom, the Groove. Zoom, Xbox Music, Music, and now Groove. Never. Xbox Music was a rubbish name for it, by the way. If you associate it with the Xbox. Exactly. It doesn't make it... If people are using it in Windows, they're like, why does it say Xbox? I don't get it. Um, so, you can also catch this podcast on Stitcher.com. Just uh, search for it on there after the show. You can also catch it on the iTunes Music Store, which is probably where most people do catch it. You can email feedback to me at aschoolyatascoolly.com. Don't email SidTalk. She does not want your email. And thirdly... Stay classy, Mr. Will Ferrell, the creator of Ron Burgundy, the character. A classic. <laughs> and I'm going to say, think for yourself or someone will do it for you.